0: welcome back everyone to rules of the arena podcast and i apologize this last couple months uh, we've been kind of sporadic on episodes i was supposed to have this episode out last week it's just been a little bit crazy uh just so, as you might remember from talking to steven uh, i am in the process of moving into a new position within my company and a promotion and all that jazz and actually relocating all together to a new city so if you'd Please continue to bear with me. I promise I got some stuff coming up uh, eventually once I can get settled in here with ROA and we'll also have some new NSLB. That being said, this week, Brandon Watson is back and TJ joined us talking about Brandon's new solo music project called Misery's End. And this is his first single off the EP that's going to be releasing soon. It's called Vengeance. Hope you enjoy. Awesome. Brandon, welcome back to the show, man. Thank you for having me, man. Glad to be yeah. back. And congrats. You I know you've been working on it for a while that you finally released your solo project or the first single off the solo project. Yes. Misery's end. How's it feel to have it finally out now? What, uh, about nine hours, can take? Man, it's uh
1: After waiting for so long, like this first, this first single has been done for months. So when it finally went live, it was just like a huge relief and uh, it feels really good, man. Everybody's had nothing but nice things to say so far. And that feels really good as well. But man, when I saw miseries End pop up on Spotify for the first time, I almost <laughs> cried just because it's one of those things like I, I always wanted to make music, but I never thought I would. I never thought I'd have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then TJ just made it possible for me. And just, just to see that pop up. There was just it was an incredible feeling.
0: It was great. <laughs> But so and speaking of TJ who's been on the show before, uh tragedy, and he's also in in uh For Fear itself, it whose hat you're rocking right now for those That's of you right. watching live or on YouTube. <laughs> I wear this thing all the time, man. I love it. So how how did this all come about? I, we met back in Chicago. When, yep. when was that? August? <laughs> uh July or August, yeah. I think it was July. I think. Yeah, it must have been July. Yeah.
1: But, uh, so it actually, this actually stemmed from Chicago, oh, actually on the way back from Chicago. So <laughs> I was talking to Tim and he was, and we were just talking about music and I told him, I was like, man, I really would love to make some music one day. And, uh, he actually told me about TJ and TJ is honestly one of the most talented people I've ever met in my life. He, he hooked me up with TJ and we me and him got the talking. I told him what I wanted to do and he's just made it happen since then. It's just been it's been awesome working with him. His just, he's just an incredible person. He's literally done everything when it comes from writing the instrumentals. Well, i I give him like ideas of what I want it to sound like. And then he writes the instrumentals. I go to his house. He does all the recording for the vocals and he does all the mixing and mastery. He does
0: everything. All I have to do is pay him. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, don't let my, uh, don't let my friends hear that. Uh, Justin, Ben hear that you, you paid him because they're going to come after me. I have a running tab with Justin who he's been on the show before. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I have a running tab going with him and I'm pretty uh-huh. sure if I were to pay him in full right now, he could probably retire. <laughs> oh Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh we got a new new person in, dropping in uh firm lsat to uh, i'm gonna just stop butchering your name right now but he's just wondering is miseries and the metal band so how, where where would you put i know everybody likes to put bands and, and artists into their little genre category yeah. i mean where would you put miseries end?
1: if i so if i had to put it somewhere i would probably place it in metalcore but when it comes to this ep Every song is different, every single one. So, the one that came out today, Vengeance, is probably the most metalcore song on, on the EP. And then we have one that's more like death metal ish, it has like death metal riffs, like really fast and everything. Then we have another one that's just straight deathcore beat down, kind of like pale face, uh, body snatcher sounding. And then I actually, one of the interludes is actually a lo fi beat track, so it's just completely different than everything else. And then the intro is that actually the intro is not done yet. We're, we're just still bringing up ideas about it, but it, everything's different. But if I had to place it somewhere, I would put it in metalcore.
0: So, so I'm just curious. I mean, you, so you're saying, sorry, kind of interrupted you. Uh, oh, you're on the way back from Chicago with Tim, which oh, was a yeah. victim show. We were talking about that. That, <laughs> yeah. that fucking show. God, that was awesome. Dude. Uh,
1: I dude. So strangled actually just released. We're getting off topic again, but I don't care. I'm going to yeah, talk about it anyway. Strangle just released the, uh, the video today of the entire live a live set. And oh, I went and watched that thing again. It was like, I was there again, man. It was so <laughs> great. I just, I like, I rode that high from that weekend for like a month straight. Right. It was so great. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so <laughs> on the way back from Chicago, we were talking about that. He okay with TJ. I got with TJ and we were doing all that. And, um, he's just been a pleasure to work with, man. I literally give him like Reference sounds of what I want a song to sound like. And he just hits the nail on the head every single time. Like, if I knew how to play guitar, play drums, and everything and mix it all together, he's making exactly what I would have made. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's just, he's doing an incredible job. And I really do appreciate him. Hopefully, he gets here soon.
0: <laughs> and Elsa wants to know is there a YouTube link here? Do you have a YouTube channel set up for misery Zen? Yep, I do. I can put it in the chat right now, actually. And I, well, I'm just curious, what's your musical background? Or did you just, decided you know what i want to do vocals today so
1: back when i first started listening to metalcore like deathcore ish i practiced vocals the wrong way i wasn't doing it properly but i practiced them for like a year or two on and off Mm -hmm. and that was like 2010 or 2012 somewhere in there and then um i didn't do anything at all and when I talked to Tim about wanting to make music, I I knew I couldn't play guitar. I can't play drums. I was like, well, I can try to get back on vocals again and practice it the correct way. And uh that's what I did. And I practiced for about two or no, it was about not even two months. I practiced and then we started making music. So I'm I am in no means an expert vocalist at all. But <laughs> but I, I think I'm I think I'm doing okay for the amount of time I've been
0: doing it. So Um, you certainly got the right people around you between absolutely and tim and i saw that quinn's coming up on a track here at some point yes oh my god (laughs) i
1: i I wish i might have to send you a snippet of his feature later later that he sent me it is just oh it's gonna be the highlight of the ep i already know it his feature is just gonna mm. it's the last track too and quinn is literally gonna be the last vocal
0: part on the whole ep and it's just it's disgusting man i don't know if it's you so check out the episode i had him on the show i think earlier this oh, year maybe last not year i that. can't remember um but yeah this one of the uh, he started popping up on on uh tick tock and i was like holy shit, this guy's really talented i started <laughs> following him whatnot and i'm just happenstance i'm probably drinking that night Asked him, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? He's like, yeah, sure. And, and then to find out that he's, what, 21, 22? Yeah, he's young, man. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's honestly,
1: uh, I even put it on my Instagram yesterday. He is honestly probably my favorite vocalist of all mm-hmm. time. And that's just how versatile he is and how many different things he can do and just perfect things so quickly. It's, it's sickening how good he is. is, Every, every time a new video pops up, I just know he's going to kill it. And it just, he never, never ceases to impress me.
0: And, and Elsa makes a good point. He's saying that, you know, this month and the next few months have been huge for rock metal bands, drop new albums. I mean, how do you feel? i mean you happen to drop the same week we had angel maker i saw abr drop a track earlier this week a knocked bunch of other bands dropped out yeah uh knocked Dude, loose knocked loose dropped ep of the year left to suffer just dropped dnr yep, yep.
1: i was in, i was in the premiere for that last night that was sick like i know i, I realized that i was like dang i'm in, i am dropping this at the same time as so many big bands are making right. badass music like <laughs> <laughs> but no it, it this is the funny thing though I don't I think you saw my post so I don't know if you did or not so Angel Maker 2 days ago released a track called Vengeance mm-hmm. August Burns Red yesterday released a track called Vengeance I today released a track called vengeance. And then there's another band. I can't remember what they're called, but they released an album today called vengeance that I was just, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how it happened. I actually messaged Mike from angel maker and I was like, dude, look at this. He was like, what in the world? How did that happen? <laughs> that was just crazy. I was like, dang, everybody's gonna be typing in vengeance and all these other big bands are gonna come up step instead of me.
0: <laughs> just ride, ride the coattails of that hashtag vengeance. and yep. be all right. <laughs> Oh yeah.
1: But no, I, everything's been really good. I, I think, people are people are enjoying the single so i'm i'm really happy but on the terms of all the badass music coming out right now it's it's insane and so in the, when 2021 started like the first few months in music that was being released was insane and i didn't think it could get any better than that and it's literally just been
0: getting better every month and it it it's it's incredible. <laughs> See, it'd be even better if these bands would start touring in my area. <laughs> yeah. Seeing all these shows announced east coast, what you know, mm-hmm. down south, mm-hmm. and it's like, come on, come to Minnesota, please, or Dude. I'll drive, to, you know, to the southern end of Wisconsin. But mm-hmm. aside from, I just saw uh, who was it? Um, somebody just announced a show in the Twin Cities. I, um, I know Chelsea Grin's coming to town. Okay, for us coming up here. Oh, Whitechapel just announced that they're oh, coming in the okay. neighborhood. Awesome, that'd be fun to see. Have you heard of their new music that they've been putting out? I haven't. I've been so busy. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm terrible at remembering to play music when I'm in the car because I'm usually listening to a podcast or mm-hmm. or audiobooks because the conversation yeah. just kind of keeps me awake. Because I'll yeah. have, I well, I drive usually 200 miles a day. <laughs> Whew, that's
1: that's nuts. Yeah. I drive two. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. But uh, yeah, Whitechapel's new music. Um, is not typically what would be my cup of tea, but something about it. I just like it. Uh, their newest track, Orphan. It reminds me of like a 2000s rock band, like slow rock song. I can't put my finger on who they remind me of, but it's pretty good.
0: You'll, ch- I think you'll like it. That's saying it's the album of the year. So I'll have to check it out. I haven't listened. I kind of neglected them for a while, unfortunately. I went from not liking Whitechapel thinking they're kind of a, a one trick pony. Yeah. And then I saw them live and I oh. could not <laughs> believe how clean Phil's vocals are even in live, and it was a it, i mean it's a fun venue because it's real small yeah I mean two three hundred people tops yeah but it's literally a concrete box <laughs> <laughs> and the all the sound gets, gets pushed into the back wall and mm-hmm. this seems to sit there so not the greatest you know acoustics in the world yeah but still a lot of fun
1: yeah, and they still made it sound good. I'm sure. Yeah, a white chapel. <laughs> right? There, there's a reason people call Phil the goat of deathcore vocals because right. he is.
0: <laughs> but speaking of vocals, I mean, you said you you just picked it up for a couple months before doing the track. I mean, it was probably a little under two months that I was like steadily practicing every day. So, so, so. I mean, I, I'm I'm a professional singer in my mm-hmm. car when I'm alone, and after <laughs> I, I like two songs, my my. My vocal cords are shot and fried, mm-hmm. but I also come from more of an instrumental background. Yeah, hey, what are you doing just to keep yourself from you know? If you lose your voice, you're really up shit's creek there. Well, you you got to know when you've
1: when you've had enough. When your when your voice has had enough, you got to you got to know when to stop. Because if you start practicing, first of all, doing vocal should never hurt. <laughs> Obviously Uh, any vocal coach will tell you that and doing vocals should never hurt, but still, even after talking for a while, your voice starts to get tired. When you feel yourself getting tired, you got to stop, take a break. And usually what I would do is I would practice heavily for a full day. And then I would take like a day off. And then practice for another full day and take a day off. And by what I mean by a full day is uh, in my car, back and forth to work, and on lunch break, because <laughs> I can't do it in my house. I got all the kids and everything. When I'm home, they're sleeping. So, right. yeah. And in, in my car was my main my main studio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, are you working on different techniques? I remember talking to Quinn. He's talking about the we really hit heavy on the false chords, and then yeah. I've seen him post about different you know styles and techniques that you can use. <laughs> Are you going down the research side of the house, or are you just kind of going So what feels natural to you? I, I do what I know I can do. At the moment, I'm not trying to really
1: uh, learn any new techniques or anything like that. I'm just going with what feels comfortable to me, and um, I really enjoy like the whole, you know, super crazy rolls and like zombie screams that Dickie Allen and stuff does. I, I like listening to it. I don't know if I have much of a want to learn it. I think what I have and Sounds good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as long as people are enjoying it, then I'm happy, but I, in terms of uh, what I do, so I actually do fries and false course. Uh, my, I, I cannot false court high for some reason so all of my highs are fries and then all of my mids and lows are false chord so i kind of gotta switch back and forth it's a good thing i never really plan on doing anything live because i think <laughs> switching back and forth would be pretty difficult right but, i mean if if the chance came up i don't know if it would but if the chance came up and i could get a full band together i would probably perform live but mm-hmm. I don't, it's not it's not in the plan at all but i would love to like do guest vocals or something on stage one day that'd be fun kind of like yeah. tim did at victims right <laughs>
0: that, that would was be fucking cool. awesome dude I, I was hanging out closer to the back but i came up when victims came on show because i'm a big guy and, and uh, shout out to chad doug for dog for jumping in the chat oh, that's uh, my buddy daniel
1: hell yeah What's up, dude? <laughs> and i'm, I'm, well, I'm sorry let's already interrupt my best friend daniel before he yeah. yells at me for not saying that <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I'm six three, three hundred pounds, and yeah. I'm normally in the mosh pit. But I've I've been dealing with some hip and back issues the last old. couple of years. Right? Yeah. Don't don't get over thirty if this goes downhill from there.
1: I'm already thirty.
0: Well, right. close enough. I'm, I'm nine. Close enough. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought about jumping in the pit for for um um the what, the not, not strangled was it strangled? No, the band that just posted their their live set. Yeah, strangled. Yeah. Yeah, strangled. Until I saw. One of the the singers pick somebody out of the mosh pit and throw yeah. them to the other corner of the mosh pit. It's like, you know, I'm doing okay. I'll just be back here. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, the show is just as good back there, so it's right. all good. I I was, I was uh I didn't go into the pit too much for Strangled. I did maybe two or three times. I mostly was just like kind of on the edge, just like watching everybody get killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there was a there was a few there's a few songs like Torah. I had to go in the pit. Uh, sleep i had to go into the pit but other than that i didn't really
0: go in too much i was in there a lot for victims yeah, <laughs> yeah. i have to get up there just before tim jumped up on stage and i was yeah. like oh cool they got somebody for day. holy shit it's kim <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah dude he killed it he did such a good job like i don't know when victims plans on releasing their recorded show because they recorded the whole thing too sure. and they haven't said anything about it since since it happened so i'm curious as to when they're going to release theirs
0: i wonder if they're going to edit out that last song they did since that was completely improv <laughs> oh yeah that. I think they killed it but yeah for for not practicing it they did a really good job right really. I mean
1: you could tell there was a little timing issues here and there but that's expected yeah. when you haven't practiced it <laughs>
0: right. I think
1: they did pretty good so then again you can't really say no when the whole crowd is asking for one more song sure. right <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect them to play a new song I thought they would have played an older song that they had played before just so right. it was like perfect but I, I give them props for playing a brand new song they never practiced
0: yeah, no shit. No, I can't imagine getting up on stage and in, in front of a crowd like that. I mean, I'll I'll officiate a wedding every now and then, and that's yeah. that's rough enough. Yeah. <laughs> but doing that, holy shit, was fun. I, and, and I mean, it was cool to see. Well, I think for probably 90% of the people there, it was the first show in damn near a year and a half. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A year and a half, two years, something like that. Yeah. And and from the beginning of the show where you can kind of tell the crowd's like, all right, cool, we're getting back into this. And then by the end, I mean, it's this full send oh, okay. back to normal, yeah, yeah. how it should be.
1: You know, it's funny. Uh, so I knew Strangled was going to be crazy, but I thought everybody was going to be tired out after that nope dude it, it was still just as crazy for victims i was expecting it to calm down a little bit and i was nope i was completely wrong see what i said though my buddy daniel said you're lucky you corrected yourself <laughs> right
0: <laughs> and elsa wants to know if either of us have heard of a band called capra i'll admit i have not i haven't either Mm-mm. no but elsa uh drop a name in the uh, track song that we should listen to in there we'll we'll check it out yeah, definitely i'll check it out hell yeah I do it live, but I don't want to get upset with the Twitch gods. Oh yeah, no, that's band. <laughs> no, definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> right. But uh, to bring it back, since we're going down rabbit holes here. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah we're good exp- at that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Explain the the fry versus false chord, and and you know you're talking about the highs and low difference there for you. So water that me, down as possible as, as much as possible. So, like I was saying. I-
1: i haven't been doing vocals long enough to know how to do everything so with false chords that's all, all false chords was all i practiced like 10 years ago even though i was doing it incorrectly it was still technically what i was doing and um i just cannot hit highs false chord i just can't it sounds like crap and i just it I just i just don't do it but uh false chords typically for me personally are a lot louder than my fries my fries are I wouldn't say super quiet, but they're not loud by any means. So uh yeah, I mean I I don't know. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Fries feel comfortable when I'm doing highs. It, they're just typically a lot quieter. They're a lot what's the word I want to use here? A lot less sh- I guess a lot less strain on your voice doing fries. And mm-hmm. uh, so I, I tried to focus on those in my songs for the most part. I try to do that just because recording you're going, I mean, it, it takes, I did pretty good according to Quinn, but it takes me like an hour to record a song according to Quinn. That's fast. I I felt like it took forever, (laughs) but, uh, since I don't, I don't want to wear my voice out while I'm doing that or, you know, just get tired. I just did mostly fries. And then when I was done with the whole song doing fries and went back and layered with lows, then I really, I really hit, I hit hard with those because I knew I was almost done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, but yeah that's pretty much it i don't do i do false chords because i can't false fall high and i do fries because i can only high the fry so yeah that's pretty much it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, excuse me just to clarify uh for folks in the chat where is the where can you get the uh song now <sighs> the song is literally available everywhere Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, YouTube. Uh,
1: it's even got sounds on TikTok, Instagram, everything. I think it's even got a sound on Twitter or something. So when I submitted the song through DistroKid, which is the the website that pushes out all the music to all these platforms, I selected everything.
0: <laughs> so pretty much everywhere where there's music, you can find it. Well, hey, uh, can you guys hear us now? Do we have audio back? Oh, oh. TJ's here. We lost audio in the chat there for a second but should be back. There we Uh, go. Hey, we're back. (laughs) Sorry about that, guys. Not sure what got bumped there. What's up, TJ?
2: Can you hear me? Am I good? Yeah, you're good. You're there. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Good. Good, Brandon was
0: just telling us about how it's all your fault that the track took two months to get out and released. (laughs) <laughs> man, that is man i i was praising you earlier right <laughs> no you were the fucking had man. nothing but good things to say
2: <laughs> i appreciate it absolutely yeah, i mean like i had a blast doing the project i i'm having a blast currently finishing it um like you know i still got this intro and this interlude to work on get worked out and everything um so i'm pretty excited to see where it all goes as far as everything tying together
0: and PJ, last time you were on the show, I mean, we talked about that, how, you know, not a busy schedule that you have between uh, you're doing for fear itself. You have tragedy, you're producing music, and now you're throwing Brandon into the mix, too. <laughs> when the hell do you sleep, man? <laughs>
2: Dude, you know, honestly, I, I shock myself sometimes in in all honesty especially like constantly wanting to take on projects like i'm the type of person that like when something gets presented to me i have a horrible time saying no and (laughs) i don't mind doing it at all because you know i love doing it i love doing what i do i love helping people out as much as i can and like i've had like i said a blast working on this project with brandon in all honesty you know like him coming to me with these ideas and like throwing them my way and stuff like i i've been having a fucking blast (laughs) like it's been fun. Nothing but fun.
0: So uh, I'm just curious. So Brandon, I'm assuming you, Tim, told you to give TJ a call. Absolutely. <laughs> so when you guys were putting this together, Brandon, I mean, did you did you have lyrics kind of put together or an idea that you wanted to go to and just? Um, I had a plot that i wanted the ep
1: to be about like i had an idea of what i wanted it to be about but i didn't have any lyrics written whatsoever so all the lyrics have been actually i he would write the instrumental first and then i would write, i would write the lyrics on top of it it was just easier for me to do it that way but now um other than having an, an idea of what i wanted the songs and the ep to be about i didn't have anything written at all
0: and pj reed you Purdue, were you performing? You know, because I was listening to the track today. I mean, it's not a simple track, and or were you just taking samples of stuff or
2: Oh no, that's all me. 110%. Completely Jesus my writing, Christ. completely my raw recordings of everything, my guitar tones, everything, you name it.
0: Dude, yep. sounds it to both of you, it sounds badass. And I told uh, you you're the most talented person I know.
2: I appreciate that.
1: Absolutely.
0: Apologies to everyone in the chat. They lost audio there for a sec, but seems to be working again on my end. I don't know what was going on, but we're good to go now. So moving forward now, TJ, I mean are you going to continue working with brandon on the rest of the ep is that what you're working on now or
2: yes absolutely currently we actually are working on wrapping up the production and everything on the third uh like full song that is a part of everything as well as i still have to work out like i was saying before an intro and an interlude song as well um which kind of what brandon was saying he wanted to go for was to have everything like move together and um You know, each song has its own flair. Each song's a little bit different, you know, like they all are like within a similar subgenre, but they all branch off into their own inspiration, which that's what I feel like is going to be interesting, even with this intro and interlude song, is that we're going a completely different direction than any of the other songs with the (laughs) intro and interlude song.
0: I'm just curious, TJ, from your side of the house. Brandon comes to you and he is mentioning that he said, you know, I kind of like this sound to it. I mean, how did you take it from there? I mean, did you or how much how much conversation was there? And Brandon, how much artistic liberty did you leave for him?
2: I cannot even lie. A lot of what I've had to do as far as bouncing the ideas back and forth for these instrumentals was having Brandon send me direct reference songs (laughs) that, you know, he felt as if if we're like, kind of the feeling of what he wanted and i took not exactly the exact like like go around of the song i guess is a good way to put it but i i made the vibe similar to like you know the like the feeling that it would give you i guess is a good way to put it when you're listening to, to, to the song it. compared to the song <laughs> sending mm-hmm. his references <laughs> yeah yeah like funny. i'm not even gonna lie this uh this, this first song that dropped um what was it? It was that, uh, that sleep waker song that like heavily influenced that final breakdown. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> um like Brandon had sent me this one sleep waker song and was like this one, dude. And I was like, hold on, (laughs) like the original (laughs) breakdown for the end of the song sounds nothing like the one that's there currently.
1: Oh, yeah, no, it was completely different. The first version of what he wrote, (coughs) that's the only time that we ever had to really change anything was the very first version of the first song that he wrote sounds nothing like the version now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, not at all. It's a lot more bland, straight chugs and stuff, whereas obviously the version that was released, it's got all the crazy like pitch shifting stuff going on and like, you know, weird effects and stuff. Like it, Mm. it, it was fun.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) So touching on what he said, basically what I would do is I would send like three or four songs from different bands and just said, I like what these bands are doing. I like the sound. I like the way it makes you feel. If you could just take kind of like inspiration from these tracks and make it to your own thing, I'm good with
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned and the, honestly,
2: the influences have been very broad, you know, like one minute it's one sound and then one minute it's a completely different sound. And then I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay. So like, basically you want me to take like this element of this sound and this element of this sound and like, and that's how a lot of it's been created in all honesty.
1: Oh yeah. And I'm really curious to see how people respond when the whole EP comes out. Cause like we've said multiple times now, every single song, is different yeah. and what and one of the tracks is going to be the interlude actually we, i can go ahead and say that the interlude is good is, no one's going to be expecting what that's not at like.
2: all <laughs> uh, the ideas that we've bounced back and forth so far for like the interlude and intro ideas are just like so far off from the rest of the album that i am mm-hmm. going to have to put some serious work into thinking about like instead of using electronic sounds I'm going to be replacing a lot of those sounds with actual instruments guitars and things like that to kind of you know like give it the same feeling as the rest of the album because the rest of the album is like straight up like raw it's very you know like guitar based, drum oriented and the vocals are very focused
0: to, not to try to compare you to another band out there but I think the band in my mind that's most famous for doing that with intro interlude songs would be Slipknot Where it's this seems like something completely off the wall, which I'm willing to bet is coming out of from clown because he he's he's awesome, he's nuts, but he's awesome. Yeah, is that where you're kind of going with it? You know, do you know what I mean? Not, I'm like I said, I don't want to compare you to Slipknot.
2: Kind of yes, because like it's it's all in that flowing motion type deal, like how they do exactly. Everything is going to be to where like you know if you're listening to it in line, like if you listen from start to finish it's going to feel as if it should all go together the way it should, rather than, you know, like feeling as if, Oh, this song could be placed here. This song could be placed here. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: No, it should be placed the way it's placed. Exact.
0: And as you mentioned, Brandon, it's available everywhere for download and streaming there any everywhere. plans on doing a, uh, any hard copies like vinyl. I know vinyl has been making a big pushback. It really depends on how the response
1: is. Once the full EP comes out, I don't want to spend too much money getting different things made and the response not be, you know, a lot of people listening to it. So I, like I've said before on social media, I'm doing this completely for myself and just so I can look back in the future and be like, yeah, I made that. <laughs> and plus, <laughs> and plus the the theme and the plot of this whole EP just means so much to me. It's just, I, to be honest, I don't really care if people like it or not. I, 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 I like it. If people like it, that's just a bonus. Right. Yeah. What I'm sitting out with the podcast.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it's like people actually listen to this. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did a post oh, I on it.
2: feel
0: it, Right. <laughs> I know you did a post the other day on kind of the inspiration behind the, the, the name misery's end and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you mind just kind of touching base on that as broader narrow as you want to go on that?
1: Sure. Um, well, actually the post was more about, uh, the song that just released, but I mean, the whole EP is still the same thing. So the EP is called stages of grief. And basically it's just, uh, a whirlpool of emotions of my mental struggles with losing my son three years ago. And especially the song that released today is heavily about that. It's basically the songs about, My anger towards, I got to do quotations, God. Um, (laughs) It's because I'm not religious by any means. But uh, before all that happened, I had, I I don't want to say I was completely atheist or didn't believe in God or anything. But I mean, I wasn't, I was on the fence about whether I did or not. And then as soon as that happened, I'm like, how the fuck could anything, like anything, any entity that's all good, make someone go through this. And then I realized shortly after it happened, I'm like, people go through this every single day every day and uh so yeah the song's pretty much about my anger towards god and like like it says in the song uh eyes bulging from strangulation like i literally picture myself like strangling god i know that's like completely out of the <laughs> realm of ever possibly happening but that's that's pretty much what i'm envisioning in that part of the song just anger <laughs> but uh that, that's pretty much what the whole ep is about it's just uh my journey. And cause I'm still going through it now, obviously you never get over something like that, but that's pretty much what the whole EP is about just uh, just all the different emotions and everything and feelings, mental struggles,
0: stuff like that. And does it feel I want to say, therapeutic uh, cathartic at all? I mean, putting it's, what you've gone through into this, into words and into an a actual thing, if you will. It
1: has been probably one of the biggest things of my healing process in the last three years. It, it's, it's impacted me in a positive way more than anything else in the last three years. So
0: definitely getting it off my chest is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing a, it was an interview on some major news media corporation, but they're at a, a at a metal festival uh-huh. and, you know, typical newscaster dressed up, you know, suit and tie on the side of the stage. And they're asking, I can't remember who this got off stage. They're like, why is your, why is your music so angry? And he goes, well, we put all that anger and hatred up in the music and on stage and we let it go and we come off there and we're the happiest people you ever meet exactly man (laughs) exactly that's how it is (laughs) so
2: honestly i i will say too that i've i've actually had a better time helping with the project because of you know like i've i've been through a lot of things in my life to say the least And like, I I can definitely understand wanting to put your emotion into art in a way that you know you can't by yourself or you know that you may need help with and i'm actually extremely like extremely honored that brandon would choose me you know to be a part of this project for that exact reason you know what i mean like i know how personal this type of stuff can be and you know being that most of the music i write tends to be about real events that i've gone through or seen the people around me go through like I I appreciate it on a different level, especially than a lot, like, honestly, a, a good portion of a lot of artists I have worked with, because like, you know, working within the rap industry and the metal industry, you run into some not super genuine people sometimes, and it's just how it is, you know?
0: What? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> Non-genuine people in the music industry? <laughs> <laughs> But well, TJ, and I was asking Brandon, you know, how does it feel to have, you know, this project you've been working on for the last few months finally have that first song out and, you know, about a little over nine hours. Oh, now. dude, I mean, I'm how's hyped it. About feel it. For I'm you? really hyped
2: about it. Literally, I've actually, I've already streamed, streamed the song quite a few times. Um, I actually shared it in a couple of the groups that I'm in on Facebook and stuff, um, you know, things like that. I'm definitely hyped about it. I'm glad to, you know, finally be putting more out honestly with someone and like, you know on top of that i haven't gotten to really release much heavy stuff in quite a while um other than you know the stuff with ffi obviously mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool to get back in the motion of like you know heavy things with my name on them being put out again
0: but should give you guys a shout out i saw you guys got a song coming out here soon i can't remember the date now
2: yes sir yeah. we've got Anthem coming out shortly uh and will be at the end of this month and then uh we have some announcements that we're going to be making pretty shortly as well that I feel like everybody will be pretty hype about.
0: During in Minnesota, cough cough, hack hack. <laughs> That'd be sick.
2: No. No. <laughs> I said you never know. Oh, I'll never,
0: never know. know. Oh, I thought you just straight <laughs> <say no. laughs>
2: like, well, it up said no. to say, well, that's it. Pretty regularly lately.
0: But I'm just curious for you, uh, no, I was just curious about for you, you know, your Brandon, you know, he's become kind of the face of Misery's End and uh, this awesome brand breakdown therapy (laughs) with these sweatshirts. Um, But I mean, for you to see, you know, you're working on this thing probably just as hard as Brandon is to see this thing go out into, into the wild, if you will, of the internet. I mean, relief, anxiety, excitement excitement
2: honestly a little bit of everything like like honestly a bit of everything because like i'm excited to see what people are going to say about it uh obviously it it always has an anxiety factor to it because you know like you never know whether the reactions are going to be positive or negative literally we were actually on a call the other night literally talking about Exactly that. Yeah, um, two nights ago during uh, during FFI <laughs> practice the other night we uh, we gave Brandon a shout and talked for a little bit and we were talking about literally exactly that the anxiety of like the negative to positive yeah. and everything is like reactions go
1: like what if we release this and everybody fucking hates it
2: <laughs> like <laughs> like i said i made it
1: for me but at the same time if i like everybody hated it i'd be like damn that sucks <laughs> like damn right
2: like shit hey, bro we really fucking worked on this like i know, I know right
1: <laughs> work work on it hard spent a lot of money on it i'm like dang man <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. You haven't had the, uh, oh. the, the Christian groups come after you quite yet. Have you? No, no, not
1: <laughs> yet. Like, like I was saying earlier, oh, I like, you're I haven't happy. checked since we've been on here, obviously, but I literally, I haven't had anybody say anything negative on any social media platforms, which
0: is awesome. So
1: I'm definitely stoked about that. I
0: was going to also ask you, know, PJ, did Brandon ever call you midway through the, you're working on a tracker midway through the project and go like you know what scrap that idea that i just sent you two days ago i want to do it this way
2: yes <laughs> yes actually um with the, with the last two songs that have been written yes um that that's one of the reasons why i, I honestly like i started to hold off on writing them like immediately the third song he had sent me inspirations for two different times, yep. um, two completely different <laughs> sets of bands, two completely like different everything, and like I was like, this is fine, it's perfectly fucking fine, um, but I actually ended up writing that song literally like the day before he had come up here to to record vocals on the second song, and surprised him with it, and he was like, okay, like Jesus. <laughs> <she's, laughs> Right. What the fuck? It was
1: literally perfect.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh I'm not going to lie, the
2: third one is definitely really cool. It oh, is it dude. is heavy. If if it I had, absolutely is so heavy. If I had to
1: guess, I think the last track is going to be the highlight of the EP. I think that's the one that people are going to like the yeah. most. <laughs> are going yeah, to continue doing this literally slow. just
2: because of the breakdowns and the slams, bro. Like it's heavy.
1: And and, and Quinn's on it so that's a that's a big
0: plus
2: (laughs) yeah i actually forgot about that yep
0: are you gonna be doing a slow release with each song and then do the ep at the very end or
1: so i'm gonna release uh one more single which is uh the third track on the ep and then after that i'm gonna release the whole ep i don't want to release too much so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we're doing one more actually i haven't officially announced it yet, but it's actually already set as a premiere on YouTube. It's uh, November 12th, I believe. Awesome. Yeah. Oh wait. Uh, Yeah. November 12th. So I probably won't officially announce it for probably another week, but for anybody who goes looking, they'll see it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And another question from the chat talking about uh, reaching out to, I'm I'm assuming they're radio hosts, uh, but just in general, i've obviously been curious about this is how do you get as an artist how do you get your music onto a radio station do you have to reach radio and, station i have yeah, no idea a, i've kind of forgot about radio stations because See? i got sick and tired of our local quote unquote rock yeah radio uh they're a far cry from being rock any yeah what they used to be but it's neither here nor there
1: tj probably knows i have no idea
2: Sadly, it is hard. I will say that. Typically, it takes, you know, having somebody that is in close relation to people that are with submissions and things like that. And it takes them playing it on the right night, especially as a smaller project. Um, Like, when it comes to, to the radio in general, obviously, you know, like, radio stations are very, very picky. And like you just said, you know, most local radio stations, especially, like... Eh, they're on you gotta, the fence you, know you gotta I mean? you
1: gotta be on like, like top char- top charts for that
0: yeah
2: <laughs> yeah exactly like if you're like number one charting on the billboards like absolutely they'll play your stuff <laughs> like you know a few months ago i heard motionless and white on on our like more local rock radio and oh, i was wow. so mind blown by that because i'm like dude Motionless and White's heavy. Like, oh, yeah. they play in, like, drop A, like, primarily breakdowns. Like, Motionless and White's always been heavy. So, like, it kind of shocked me, you know, like, hearing something like that level of heavy being played on a rock radio station.
0: Yeah, the the station that I grew up with, they got bought by a big national company or international, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they stopped playing, well, now, like you're saying, top 40. And, well, I, when Sound of Darkness came out, Disturbs Cover, I would hear that 40 times in a day. And it's like, please, oh, yeah. please, for the love of God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's then, a radio for you. Bro. And then they kind of realized that they alienated a good chunk of their listeners. And they created this late night, I think it was at like 11 o'clock or midnight. They do The Pit, where they play actual rock and metal oh, music and stuff like nice. that. So, I mean, is, was that an easier route, PJ, to get into something like that? You know, the, the specialty show, if you will? <laughs>
2: Especially, like, exactly, you can get in contact with the people who run submissions for the specific station and, oh, excuse me, and like, you know, keep in contact, sending your music, making sure you have the proper press packages and everything set up and all of that to be able to send them. Like, you have a way higher chance of radio play, even being a smaller artist, because like we all just said, literally, like radio stations play the same, the same few songs on repeat all the time. You know what I mean? Like, there are very few stations in today's world that, like, you know, you're in the car and you flip to the station and, like, they're playing a mix of a little bit of everything from all years and all, like, you know, all over the place. It's unusual to see anything like that. You're Mm -hmm. only ever going to see, like, what's extremely, extremely popular at that time. And then especially with rock radio stations, a lot of stuff from, like, the 70s and 80s and whatnot, that's still popular you know what i mean like people are still listening to led zeppelin on the radio metallica you know what i mean or like things like that exactly (laughs) like but yeah like it's it's sad to say that like it's all within just having the right you know eye-catching material to push toward people that are involved with submissions kind of like how um brandon's been utilizing as well as uh we we in ffi and me as a solo artist as well have all been utilizing this one service called submit hub where it's not really to radio stations but we're submitting our music to curators um and influencers and uh you can even do uh record label submissions through submit hub as well um And it's all credit based. Uh, you buy credits from the website. They're like a dollar a piece or so. And, um, you can get deals on them as you buy more. Um, and like, it's, it's actually really cool. Like stuff like that, I feel like is literally more useful than radio submissions in today's world, especially because like, let's be honest, where do most people discover music nowadays, the radio or Spotify,
1: right? Spotify. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Like straight up. You know what I mean? You have a way higher and better chance of getting on a Spotify playlist than you do on the radio. And that Spotify playlist is going to do you a thousand times more justice than any, you know, any- radio station in the entire world. will. Mm-hmm.
1: that's what I did earlier. I submitted the song to like 20 different people on submit hub. And basically what they've done so far is I've had to add the song to their playlist, like big playlists, like 10,000 followers or more playlist. And, uh, they all usually, usually give like feedback on what they think of the song and whatnot. And everything's been working really well so far. And it's, it's not expensive at all. Like you said, it's like a dollar a credit and there are some bigger curators that are like two or three credits, but, uh, it's, really not bad. It's a super, super Literally, easy. I spent get on 27 playlist.
2: bucks on 30 credits earlier. Yeah. Like 27 bucks on 30 credits. And, and I submitted yeah. to a bunch of people with that. Yeah. That's
1: potentially 27 people to submit it to. So 27 people to add your song to a playlist. That sounds good to me. <laughs>
2: exactly. Like, and it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like right now I'm actually awaiting a response from a playlist that has over five or uh, just under 500,000 followers on it. Jesus. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you know that's a that's a large playlist mm-hmm. we'll see what happens it all just depends you know you got to have the right eye-catching material like we were saying before mm-hmm. like definitely so submit
0: it sounds like it's more of a, a business side for people in the industry versus like soundcloud it's free but it's you kind of have to hope people kind of walk into your stuff yeah Fair enough. i mean
1: exactly <clears throat> SubmitHub probably isn't a way to make a lot of money, but I'm sure it's it's definitely some good extra money. I'm sure because I mean you get people, and it's
2: definitely a way to day. get streaming and stuff from the artist's perspective. Absolutely,
0: and it, and I suppose that's what everybody's now going for. I mean, it seemed like back in the day is all about the record sales and ticket stubs yep. that you sold and mm-hmm. now it's moving into the, the streaming world
1: yeah and uh there's actually a lot of bands that use it i was scrolling through earlier to see like the recent uh submissions to some of these curators and one of them was um engrossed which is a new band i don't remember where they're from but it's a new metalcore band and then there was i saw a uh, salt wound which is a california local band which kicks ass so it was cool to see them on there so yeah there's uh, there's a lot of bands that use it it works.
2: <laughs> yeah as well as another plus side is like brandon just said as well you can actually see like people who have submitted to that curator and listen to the music that they've submitted so in turn you can also find artists on submit hub that you enjoy as well
0: so you're not just going around submitting to random people on the blind because you could you know here's somebody that really listens their to top 40 pop songs probably shouldn't put it over there yeah I mean, no yeah they work, all
1: but. they all have listed like the they all have listed the genres of music that they that they like sure. so you just you can like genre select and just go through those people and submit them
0: okay, so i'm just curious what's next and when for you brandon Aside i <sighs> said you got the next the next song coming out you got yep. the ep more or less finished
1: yep the ep if august the plan should be out before the end of the year which would be really nice that's what we're aiming for and i really don't see tj why we wouldn't be able to do that that should that's pretty attainable no. isn't it
2: yeah it definitely is we literally we yeah. were talking about it uh when the when the project first started and I even said like absolutely attainable, literally the only things I currently have on the list to finish off are this intro and interlude song, which will not take me a ton, a ton of effort. Like they will obviously, because it's still going to be, you know, consuming, but nonetheless, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not going to take me like days or months to finish something like that. You know what I mean? Like, um, So it shouldn't be too bad. It definitely, honestly, I could say by the end of the year should be finished.
1: And we got to do vocals for the last song still. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I hear that. Yeah. And the the only thing that's honestly it would have probably all be done by now if me and him lived closer but i'm literally having to drive out of state to his house to record vocals and stuff because i don't have any equipment and uh, with me moving soon i didn't want to buy anything with me moving right. soon so yeah i've been i've been driving to maryland it's only like three and a half hours so it's not that bad mm-hmm. i would just drive up there re- record we'd hang out for a couple hours record the vocals hang out for a couple more hours and then i just drive back It's not too bad but we could yeah, probably
2: actually, we got a chick-fil-a you know oh yeah
1: definitely got to get the chick-fil-a but i mean okay. if we live within like an hour of each other we'd probably be done by now
2: oh yeah no doubt it like definitely if we lived closer it'd definitely be done because i would have mm-hmm. had brandon literally at my house physically while i wrote everything and i would have gotten it done even faster than i than i did already yeah
1: and that's the great thing about going through someone like tj is you don't have to wait months and months and months for like big big like producers and stuff to get all your stuff done like you you wrote uh the last track in what what like 45 minutes something literally
2: like that. yeah the base of it was done in about like yeah like 40 45 minutes and i it took probably a total of an hour and a half to get it like where i had it
1: and it's literally other than vocals right now it's a full song
2: yeah like, all it's... i have to do is um final like final final track everything which yeah. won't take me any effort the song's already written so yeah i know how to play it
1: another reason why he's the most talented person i know who who, <laughs> who do you know that can write a song that
0: fast and it sound like a full song <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> yeah great oh, it makes me feel lazy now because it took me took uh about a year a little over a year yeah over a year for me from conception of the idea of doing a podcast to actually getting an episode out on air and <laughs> it was a bit of a slow burn there and so talking See, funny about- enough, yeah I'm talking
2: about speed and consistency literally like within writing all of this stuff for brandon i have not been lacking on writing solo music either i actually have a ton of stuff backed up currently that i'm working on releasing i just released a new single uh you know like last month which kicks Uh, ass uh fucking (laughs) like this uh this next release that i have coming up i'm actually going to be having brandon help me push it a bit because i feel like the uh the metal crowd might be with it a little bit um and you know to give a change of pace on you know his stuff as well uh and it's like it's very dark. It's it's good. It's very dark, catchy. Um, but like, you know, between that stuff and then I've also been like really consistently writing for FFI too. We currently have, I think it's like four or five demos done for this next project that we're working on, as well as uh, I actually uh, wrote us a little thing that's gonna be uh, getting dropped with the EP as well uh, that you know everybody will be uh, hype about, I'm sure. Brandon's heard. I'm hype know, about it. <laughs> <talking> about. <laughs> I'm hype about it for sure.
0: But just to people that don't know TJ, okay. so you're in For Fear Itself and then your rap R&B is tragedy. Which, get that spelling again. J, yep. It's T-R-
2: T-R-A-J-E-D-Y.
0: Yes. I had a hell of a time finding after the first time we
2: talked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. it's kind of It kind of stumps everybody because, you know, it always tries to autocorrect it to the G. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it does that, it won't come up right. But if right. you type it with the J and it gets searched with the J, I come right up. No problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, Brandon, now that you more or less have this all but wrapped up, I mean do you find see yourself doing more music down the road do a full release album or
1: um i would definitely like to there's no plans in the immediate future to do so unless the ep comes out and everybody's like it just blows up then i would think about something sooner but i would like to it would probably be like another year before i like did anything else but uh yeah i would definitely like to it just it really depends on the response when the ep comes out or maybe but put together if a people full want more I'll do, I'll do more <laughs> so
0: yeah well, awesome I appreciate it. we're getting pretty close here to the hour mark so I'll let you guys cool. go I know it's late on a Friday night and I'm sure you guys have better things to do than sit on zoom with me so <laughs> play video games <laughs> right. and
2: all, I gotta, all I gotta do is eat some food I'm about to make me a homemade uh one of those like KFC famous bowls oh
0: baby <laughs> oh but one last time, Brandon, where can people find you on social media and find the music and everything? You can find me on TikTok at uh, Brandon A&B Reacts. You
1: can find me on Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook group, uh, Heavy, Heavy Music Vault. Uh, it's a private group, so you just got to ask to join. And then other than that, you can find my, my project, Miseries End, everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, everywhere.
0: So, hey, yeah. TG, I'll let you give you a shout-out to where can they find tragedy and and uh for fear itself?
2: So we as well are on all platforms. Uh like I said, tragedy with a J, T R A J, E D Y. I actually have separated music uh from my Spotify and iTunes compared to SoundCloud with the tragedy stuff. Um as well as we have um and, yeah, we, we got stuff coming out soon as well, as was stated, you know, uh, with uh, Antrim coming out towards the end of the month.
0: Awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys for taking the time to do this. And uh, if you guys want to hang out for just a second, we'll talk about some logistics. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week. And thanks for jumping in the chat. We will catch you next time. Awesome. Thank you again, everyone, for taking the time to tune in this week and each and every week on whether you're on an audio only platform or you're checking out the YouTube channel. Make sure you keep up to date with future guests, live recordings and new episodes by following the show on Facebook and Instagram. Both of you are at Rules of the Arena podcast. And many of you asked, how can you help out if you'd be so kind? Head over to Apple Podcasts, Audible or wherever you're listening. Drop a review and a comment. And let me know what you think of the show. And if you like the show, make sure you tell other people about it. You can share on Instagram, Facebook, or just tell your friends about it. And I also have a website now up and running, brand spanking new. Go over to rulesoftherenapodcast.com where you can see the new line of shirts, sweatshirts, tank tops, and all sorts of new stuff in there. And I also have a limited re- release run brought to you by... Cohen Hamelswing from episode 49 and J.E. Collins Photography. They both worked on the design for that. Super happy with it. It should be out by the time you're listening to this. Uh, Just trying to check off a few boxes. Last but not least, go check out my other show called No Story Left Behind. You can follow NSLB on Facebook and Instagram as well at No Story Left Behind Podcast. And all episodes are released on its own feed wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And I do have episodes on the YouTube channel as well under ROA channel. Just go check, click on the NSLB playlist. And, of course, if you have any questions, concerns, show ideas, or like to be a guest on either show, shoot me an email, gordon at blindninjastudios.com. Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you next time.